Hi, everyone. You are now listening to Real Talk. I'm your host, John or Nikki, and for this week's episode, I have Sean Guevara on with me. This is a little bit of a special episode because I feel like in many ways you don't hear about people that have deadly food allergies, and it was a really random occurrence that Sean and I met um, when we both were going to the same school in Washington, and we're both from California, and he'll get into his bio a little bit further into the episode, but we really just bonded over finding out that we both had severe peanut allergies, and it's a really, really cool experience because you don't really meet anyone in your life that has the same experience that you might have had when you were in middle school or high school. And so we really dive deep into starting with elementary school and getting up to college and the transitions that you might experience through those different changing times. And so I'm just really excited for you guys to hear what Sean and I have to say about just our own experiences with it. And then also some advice we have because there's people that have food allergies later on in their life and don't know how to deal with it. And there's people that have been used to it, but just have been alone. And so it's just really comfortable and just nice to hear other people talk about their own experiences and know that you're not the only person. So I'm just really excited for you guys to hear what we have to say in this episode. And if you really love it, Feel free to leave a five-star review, and you can also leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can't do it on Spotify, but you can do it on Apple. So if you really love it, feel free to leave that. And yeah, just thank you guys for being here. Thank you for the ongoing support, and I'm just super excited for you guys to listen to what we have to say for this episode. Hi, everyone. You're listening to Real Talk. I have Sean Guevara on with me today. He... Actually, someone who I met after high school, um, we were both going to the same school, but I'm actually going to let Sean give a little intro about himself. So, Sean, if you want to uh, tell the people who are listening what your major is, where you're going to school, where you're from, just stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So my name is Sean. Uh, I'm so I'm from Orange County, California. Um, we're from like Lake Forest, which is probably like it's like 20 minutes from where like where John lives. And so basically my whole life. Just big into baseball, like that was like my main sport. Literally went out like since I can like remember. So yeah, basically just uh, yeah, did that there all, all throughout like till high school. When I got to college, um, I started playing for like the UW uh, club baseball team. So I did that. A big thing about me is just like I go to the gym like probably five times a week. So I just I tried to like prioritize that. Um, I also like I joined a frat, uh, Theta Delta Chi. So like I love like all my boys uh, with my girlfriend right now too. So like that's basically like what my whole life consists of, and just like obviously like school and stuff too. And uh, yeah, and then like, you know, like I met John through like, was, I think it was like I saw him like on like the UW like 2024 page. And I'm like, oh, from like San Clemente. So I was like pretty fucking like stoked about that. And so we met up, ate pizza, and then we started talking and like just like started bonding over like everything. So that was pretty sick. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because we had one mutual friend that was Ryan Siebert. Yeah. Kind of funny. <laughs> um, but what I found was funny was that it started with just like we're talking and you're just a super cool dude like you know it's chill but then randomly it's, i asked the question because i was you know thinking about rushing and you know obviously as someone who has severe peanut allergies and other food as well a very prominent question is okay like what's the food situation like what am i gonna do how is i handled and then like with that you're like wait oh yeah it's totally chill like yeah, yeah. i have <laughs> peanut allergies and i'm like no way and at that moment it's like like that oh, bond is like, yeah like that yeah we're like <laughs> bonding over that shit it was like a food allergy but i was like that's the thing with like having peanut allergies bro like if you're supposed to be like if you're definitely allergic i don't know why but everyone starts like 
freaking out about like, oh, you too? <laughs> fucking like, it's hella funny. Yeah. That is funny. Though. Yeah, yeah. People do freak out. Like, oh my God, like that's so hard. But then if like, if you have someone else um, who has out, like, like the same experience, like yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's what kind of was sparked at least our friendship to like a different level too. Um, and I want you to kind of give a little bit of a, a chronological timeline, at least of your process with having food allergies, because I think anyone who's listening, it could be a mom that has a kid who just found out that they have food allergies that are severe, or even just a young uh, kid, or maybe someone in high school who's like, okay, well now I have to deal with this. So do you want to start with like maybe preschool and kindergarten and um, share that one story that you told me about yeah, yeah. that one severe reaction? <laughs> like, I don't remember when this happened, but I remember like my parents telling me when I was very, very small, I was allergic to like, it was like milk, uh, like bananas, some like berries. I'm pretty sure there were some animals in that too, like cats and dogs. And I was like, I mean, when I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know this, but I was like, oh shit, I, I guess. And so even like I told John, like when I was, uh, when I was a kid, my parents would like nickname me like Bozo the Clown. It was stupid. And like, it's so funny see, like thinking about it now because like what, there's like pic- every picture of me and like all my family albums when I was like very small. I saw like this like red rash around my mouth. It was like, it was pretty prominent out there. And it's because I looked like a clown. So that's why they call me Bozo. But I didn't have like milk or like that allergy. It's like bananas too. Like that kind of like went on or like, like I got rid of that like pretty quick. I don't know when, but then peanut, like, I was allergic to peanuts for like pretty much all throughout like at the same time too, until now. Um, and so I was like, I remember my very first reaction to it. That was pretty bad was I'm, I'm pretty sure I was like eight or like around that age. And so Honestly, like I knew I was allergic to peanuts, but I was too young to still kind of like even like know or like I don't think I've been around peanuts at that time too. So like I went to my neighbor's house and all the neighbor's kids were like just we all like hang out like when I were like that small. And so one of the moms was feeding all the kids like just peanut butter and crackers. Like I <laughs> I remember so vividly me just going in. Like oh, there was like the big jar. It was like bigger than usual too. And I just get that cracker. I was like, going like just dipping that shit. And I was putting like five in my mouth. I was just going in. And then I just felt like shit. Like my stomach was feeling bad. I remember like, it's like my breathing started to get harder. And I was like, in my, like my head, I was starting to get like a headache. And so I just like ran back to the house. She just like sat me down on a bench in like the garage. And like in my garage, there's like, just like this mirror, this big ass mirror. And I just remember like looking at myself. I was like, I don't even look the same. There's like hella hives everywhere, like around my neck and like mouth. And so she gets, she goes in back in the house, gets like, it's like, she like feeds me Benadryl. Then she gets like the two EpiPens, right? And she's like, just stabs in my leg. I'm like, it's just adrenaline. I don't know what's going on, but I'm just like, I really hope this works. That happened. We rushed to the hospital. She puts me in the car. She's like, talks to the neighbor. She's like, you're like, you're fine. It's Sean's been like, he didn't know or some shit. So you go to the hospital and then they put me down. It's like the bed and there's like a breather in my mouth. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. This is, this is pretty serious. And like, I remember that, like that fucking day so vividly, like that whole, like, few hours of me like when i first ate that first cracker to like when i was in the hospital yeah i think i think it's like a different level of fear that i, I feel like you just don't experience like you can be afraid of jumping off of a cliff to yeah. a 40 foot cliff right it's like that adrenaline or you're afraid to ask some girl out like this is like you're afraid of dying and like you accidentally eat something or even if like you test it and like you might have read the ingredients like it's still like that like that like risk where it can still be, you know, in a, in a, in a facility yeah. that processes peanuts. And like, uh, what if like that one package, like it wasn't made correctly or what if like, you know, and there's yeah. so many factors that sometimes like, I don't, I don't personally think about, but there's always that risk. And I think you kind of go into that first experience. It really tells it all where like you're eight and you're innocent and you're just like, what's yeah. happening, mom. Like, I don't understand what's going yeah. on. Like, yeah. I feel like so many young kids, like we, we all have that first reaction. Cause I don't think 
I don't know if they do that now with babies, but like if you get tested like very young as a kid, we're like, oh, like we'll just do a, a like a food allergy test that's like very generic. It's like no, yeah. for me, like it was a it was a pee reaction that almost killed me. That then they're like, okay, you actually have all these other food allergies, and I was like I in preschool, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's like it's just a different level of fear, and that's when I think it just puts a lot of responsibility on, on like the people around you and like your parents and how scary that can be. Oh, for, no, for sure. It's like, no, especially like now we talk about how, you know, like now scientists have and doctors know, like they could tell if you have, if like if you have peanut allergy, like way like early, then they, they could probably like give you some like medication or give you some advice to like, you know, hopefully to like, you'll get over it in a few years. Versus like us when we were small, you said like, it's almost like you has had to experience it. And then you're like, it's, it's, it's scary. And then now you're scarred for like the rest of your life. Like I'm looking at like <laughs> cookies. Like I fucking love cookies. We have to look at every like ingredient. That's what people understand. You know yeah. how many times were our parents forced us to have to read every oh reading? No, yeah, every, or even like like M and M's. I'm like, I know oh, yep. chocolate M Ms don't like have anything, but like if it's on the like the back where it says like may contain. Yeah, like, yeah, no the, the may contain and dude. But one thing that my mom always told me to do too is that when you read the ingredients, like even though like it's easier to see it now, or like um certain places will put like the contains and it'll be like the more popular allergies in yeah, the world yeah. that you still like need to you look, look at the ingredients yeah yeah exactly yeah look at you read every single thing <laughs> including like the food coloring and like shit you have to look at like <laughs> all yeah. the food coloring and all like the enzymes and stuff yeah, yeah. i i think that like as like a young kid right like if we talk about the parents that have to deal with this or let's say the teachers and the people that are responsible when you're at school, like, oh, yeah. how do you supervise, you know, a child that just wants to like fit in a child that just wants to like be in every situation, wants to like be part of like the parties, the class parties, even yeah. if like, you know, and then like the back of your mind, okay, I can't have this chocolate cake, but I just want, I really want to have it because all my friends are having it. Like, yeah. I know I had that feeling where I'm like, oh, I just want to be a part of this, but I just yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. how is that? for you when there was, you know, those, those things going on when you're younger. No, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty of examples when I like, you know, it would be like class parties or just like birthday parties, a lot of parties. Cause usually that's where, you know, like it's cake and everything, or just going out and getting like something that's like big and like, we're just going out and everyone's like getting all these nice, like bread and nice cake. And you're just like, I'm just going to have the regular like sugar cookies on the side or something. Like, I feel like a, a little bit, I'm like, damn, I wish I could, you know, like share the same feeling that they're feeling and like share that experience. But at this point, like as you grow older, like just throughout the years, you'll see it's like it's it's not a big it's not that of a big deal to be like to fit in with like especially with like food and eating like what they're eating. You know, you gotta be like do you and be safe. So but at a young age, I definitely felt some of those experiences like, damn, like I really want to eat what they're eating, but I gotta like either not eat it or like have literally the most basic like like vanilla ice cream or like something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. And I I mean again, we there's two things I want to say. First is that we were raised in a time when food allergies weren't prioritized so there weren't a ton of things that were dairy free it wasn't popular to ask the chef oh by the way i have this allergy and like it's yeah. severe like it wasn't popular to do that and it was like a burden on That's others true. and um, so it was like it's so hard because like every part of your body wants you to be like all right i'm just gonna go with the flow and i just don't want to make any issue of anything like I feel bad enough like I don't want to have to make them make a separate meal and like you said like if there's a key ingredient in something like you don't want to have to like be like oh well actually this walnut salad can I have the salad but like without the walnuts because I can't uh -huh. have you know so it's like it's it's, it's, it's yeah. that burden where like it's hard to navigate especially when you're young and you just want to like make everyone else happy and just not be an issue you know yeah no and I definitely feel like there's like other experiences too when like 
you know, if you go like, if you're just going out to get ice cream too, and like sometimes like, like I have to ask the guy <laughs> to clean, to like sanitize yeah. the, the scooper. And I'm like, I just know because like working, like I've worked with like Chipotle, working with food and everyone's like, can you like wash your hands? And we're just like this and that. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Like, I understand because like peanuts, like I have to do the same shit if I go to get ice cream. Like, like I know like, like they're probably all their like peanut, like flavored ice creams, like to the side. They, so that's, I guess like that's what they do now. And they have like all the regular stuff on like separate side. But still, like, if, even if I'm getting just, like, a cookies and cream or some shit, I still have to, like, I have to make sure, especially with, like, with my mom, too. She's, like, right next to me. I have to ask, like, <laughs> please sanitize that because I'm allergic to peanuts. And, like, okay, that's the one thing, like, to this day, I'm just, like, I just feel kind of bad because, like, it takes time. But you just got to do what you got to do. And then, yeah. I know. I know. I, I literally, I know every single kid that has food allergies has been all in these same contexts and all these same situations. So it's, yeah. it's, it's fun to laugh about, um, one situation in particular that I think about the most or that I think I even wrote a college essay on. I don't even know why it's, it's yeah, kind yeah. of funny though. It was when I was like in third or fourth grade and there's like a class party and just like all these kids are asking me like why I'm not eating pizza or why I'm not, you know, eating the cake. And this is, again, there's no dairy-free substitutes. We were born, I was born, I was born in 02 and there just wasn't, that just wasn't a thing yet. Like no one had that, like, like, you know, so I would just go and like my mom, she actually like wrote cookbooks and she's, she was on Martha Stewart. And so she has all, all the capabilities to make me my own cake or make me like my own snacks if I wanted to bring them. But the third grade me was like, no, like I'm just going to go there. And I went there and all these kids are asking and I'm just telling each one like, oh, I'm I'm just not hungry. Like I actually ate right before this. I I was starving. I, I just ate. I just say like it's like I'm good, even though you're like you're like literally salivating. Like I, I was starving, bro. Yeah. There's not I was literally, but like I just want to do that because like it was worth it more just to not be embarrassed to not to be like oh like uh, I I actually can't have dairy because then every kid's like what like I know dude, it's just that like, sucks. Pizza, pizza. yeah I know <laughs> you just want to be like an inconvenience and you want to be like that guy to like be a party peeper. so no that's like I, we have those experiences yeah. Exactly. So that, that's the only thing. And it's obviously like when you start young, it's like you're at every innocent experience. But then as like you move up a little bit, you get more and more used to living with it. And it's easier to deal with now. There's a lot more support systems out there for people that have food allergies. But at yeah. least for us, I know there was this, it was like at the birth of everything it was like when we started going through middle school and high school, that's when peanut free tables started to become a thing. And um, when there was peanut free classrooms, and these 504 plans and all those things. Yep. Um, I think that's when it started to change course. But even then, we still, you know, we're still independent people. And it's our responsibility if we have the food allergy to read the ingredients and take care of ourselves. And then exactly. when people want to share food with you, like you have to say no. Or if they want to share food or they want to get you something, like you have to read the ingredient. Like it might take the extra little second or they might be like, Oh, why are you asking for the ingredients? Like it really takes like, okay, I actually, uh, can I, can I see the package real quick? Can I just yeah, yeah. read that real quick? I know. Like, exactly. It's, it's like anything. He's like, can I just see it? Cause I know it's like, it's just like second nature now. Like, can I just look at it? And like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in being in like middle school, at least for me personally, like, I don't know if it's many people, but I wanted to just blend in. And I think sports gave me that blessing to be able to yeah, be like, okay, I can just play sports with these guys and just do that and be part of that and not have to be like a standout. And no. that kind of gave me like a cop out to like, not be like the food allergy kid. Um, exactly. But, I, you know, but I think in high school, 
for others, it could be tough. I don't know how that was for you, but I know you also be, you play baseball, you're a big sports guy. So how is, how is that for you in like middle school and high school? Very, so like very similar to you. I mean, honestly, like I'd say my like middle school and high school experience, obviously like my parents were like very on me about it. Wherever I go, there was like, hey, make sure you like bring your EpiPen and like, just like make sure you ask it, like ask everybody to like, if you're going to order something, if it has pants in it. Like when I would come to school, um, I was just, I feel like I was really grateful. Like the people I like, just like happens to be like my friends eventually, like they, you know, just, they were like very like disprotective over me. Like, so if I had, like, they knew, like, I would tell them like when I first met him, say like, you know, like if they had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, like, Hey, I'm allergic. And that's it. You want to like sit on the other side of the table and they'd be like, Oh, it's fine. And then like, it was nothing crazy for me. But, um, it was like, it was just like when we go out to like restaurants and stuff. And if there was someone that like they knew, but I didn't know, they would make sure to like tell like straight, like strangers to me, like, Hey, like my buddies, like allergic to peanuts, if you want to like stay away. So it was pretty nice having like friends like that. So that was like basically my, um, me throughout high school, um, sports, but like, like you said, like, so with sports too, um, it just like, you just gotta like still do like, just be yourself. You don't, don't make like your peanut allergy, like define you. Like obviously it's just there, just do your hobbies, kind of do your thing, make friends. It doesn't have to be everything, but definitely just, that's the thing. Like if you're definitely allergic to, you just gotta have that like in the back pocket too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just each stage of when you're growing up, it can be tough, but I'm glad at least you had a good support system of friends. And I know that teachers are getting better and the the guidance counselors and just the people around you at school and coaches i know i've seen it and i know that there's more awareness that continues to be spread about food allergies so it's not as much of a stigma anymore so even i mean i'm always saying this from my perspective because i told you this in first grade my teacher had a class party and he just kicked me out he just put me outside the room (laughs) that is so messed up i was like that's never happened i would never even heard of that like going out of the classroom like if anything just go in like the corner like i feel like that's it like or just like yeah like or or if like they like they'll put it out like if you, if you want this like peanut like cake or some shit like you could come but just make sure like hey john is like but kicking it out like that <laughs> that's pretty traumatizing i'd be like this guy sucks and like <laughs> so i'm always sharing that so if people have had similar experiences just to laugh it's like well you know yeah. i think things are getting better things are better <laughs> and yeah having having good friends is like i think is the antidote to mm-hmm. having like severe food allergies because no matter what if you have a good support system and good friends they'd be like hey like can you actually just be careful because my friend has an allergy like that yeah. is what you Definitely want better you know yeah. and obviously you are from orange county as you said and now you're in washington for school i'm in washington for school we're both yeah. hours of a flight away from home you're on your own right you're responsible for yourself like how has that transition been for you so far yeah. So it's basically, I mean, it's, it's literally all it is like it's maturing and having like so it's having experiences in the past, like, like when I was like eight years old, having like that really traumatizing experience of me at my neighbor's house from like eating peanuts and going to a hospital to like small things. Like, and then it got better. So like, you know, like in middle school, I did have, like, I had a reaction where like I touched something on the table then like during PE class, I wiped my eye. And then like, all of a sudden I'm like running the mile and then my eye just explodes and I just stop and go to the nurse. So it's like, you just like, it's like, it's almost like a live and learn and you just got to like, make sure now, like, especially when you go to college, that's, it's so big. We're like, you, you like, this is like, now you're getting to like adulthood and like, you have to like find a career, like take classes to like do that stuff. And now like, since we're away away from home, you got to be like on your shit about like everything from like, now we have to like buy groceries. So now it's just even more of like, just like, you just got to really just keep in your back pocket and in the back of your mind, just be very like proactive. Like if you like, if you're at like a party too, now you like just don't have those experiences like when you're in like third grade or first grade having like, like, Oh, I might have this cake, but like, just don't, yeah. It's like, 
throughout your whole life, it kind of like just builds up to like now college. This is like, just like the transition into life. So now you just gotta be super careful and stuff. Yeah. I think I, I definitely agree with you. And I think almost when you like are starting to cook for yourself and you're starting to like take those next steps, it honestly creates like your own sense of autonomy and you just feel like, you're your own person and that like you're the one reading your own ingredients and you're the one making your own meals and making your own pastries that could be dairy free. I don't think I even said what my allergies were yet. Mine, I outgrew many of them, but my go-to phrase was that I'm allergic to milk, dairy, peanuts, tree nuts, legumes, and peas. I actually outgrew milk when I was um, 16 and I, which was very That's random. So late, yeah. yeah. And they actually, they actually predicted that I would outgrow like milk and a lot of my allergies by 16, which was really weird when I was like a baby. That's what That's my crazy. mom said. So that, and that happened with also like legumes. So I can have beans now. Um, but peanuts have still been the top notch allergy. And for me personally, so I also have severe asthma. So, um, the scale of of danger for peanuts is zero to six, right? Yeah. So it was a six already, but it was actually an eight. So it was an eight out of six. And then because I had my severe asthma, they said that based on the scale, it would have to double because like my lungs would be clogged. Oh yeah, already. if you have yeah, if you have reaction. Yeah. So like that's a what's that a sixteen out of six? Oh god. So that's that's oh, where man. my allergies were. Imagine and, that's sixteen out of six. Cool. Yeah, no, dude, it's pretty intense. Yeah. And there's I don't know what it stands for, but there's a process called OIT and it's like a therapy. Yeah. And I was one of the first to be able to do it, luckily. And so what they do is for severe allergies like peanuts, and I think it's mostly for peanuts just because it's so common, which again is another interesting thing because I don't know why peanuts of all foods would be like the most deadly, you know, um, yeah. but OIT is pretty much where you start with like the smallest concentration of like a peanut and like grape juice. So it's going to be like 0. 0.00001 and like this little sliver thing of grape juice. And you come back to the hospital. Like I went every Tuesday and I would go each Tuesday and then it build up like a little bit more, a little bit more. Okay. And then I eventually get to like the little tiny bit of a peanut. And then I would get to um, like a quarter of a gram. And then like a half a gram and then like a, a gram. gram and then two. And then I had to get up to 24 grams is like my challenge. And then, yeah, for, yeah I know. And then from there you'd cut it. And then I, now I'm supposed to do eight grams a night just so that I can buy myself more time. So even yeah. though I, and this is actually a mistake. I mean, I thought that once I was finished this, I was like cured of peanuts, which is kind of funny. Um, I, it does not cure you at least for <laughs> it, one. It gets that's, better. I think yeah. it does. It does get better. I don't know if it's, if it cures you for like, if you no. had like a minor allergy, if it wasn't super intense, it probably does. But for me, yeah, because yeah, of how severe mine is, exactly. Yeah. So I don't, but I, I, not, I'm, I'm not able to be cured. It just gives me like a little bit more time. If I have a reaction, it kind of keeps me safe. And yeah. so I actually, there was this one time in high school that I ate like three peanut butter sandwiches. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, I'm fine. I, I, I can have peanuts now. And like, Oh that's such my a God. nightmare. Which like so, someone that's like that allergic to peanuts, that is such a nightmare to be like, oh, is it like I'd be like, oh God. Like, you know, like, yeah, you're not all like fully. And dude, yeah. the the rule for OIT is that you can't do exercise like after you do your dosage. Like you have to like just wait. And I had practice right after that. So I went to the high school practice and I was when I was warming up, like I just felt my entire lungs just like yeah. close on me and i was like oh I'm, like i'm gonna keep warming up but like i can't like breathe right now like low-key yeah. <laughs> but you're just like oh god you don't want because you don't want to be that guy i don't want to be, be that guy, guy. i don't want practice. i want to be like oh john dude you see john he actually like like he can't breathe right now like he, he has peanut allergies or something. like yeah. i didn't i, I, like I never wanted to end the game know. practice and you're like oh, you don't want to be that guy to end like 
or have like the ambulance come. It's like, but yeah. And I, you know, I kind of started my own storm because I did have to have the ambulance come. Luckily it was after yeah. school. So it was like practice at like three or four, but okay. it was still like, so I was like, God damn it. Cause then like my teammates, two, two of my teammates that were like hurt had to like walk me to the, like the, the nurse. I had to like do my, oh, shit, my yeah. obviously like my mom was pissed, but she was also like, super okay. worried. Right. Yeah. And I was like, well, I thought I was cured. She's like, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, Oh, you want to know, like, it could have been worse. It could have been a, like, like, like just sooner too you never know it yeah. could have been. i had like a lot of peanut butter and like oh, i don't yeah. know how that balances with concentration because peanut butter i don't know if it's like more than yeah, like a certain amount of grams you know but i, I just, totally could have yeah. like died right there like i could have like been yeah. warming up and then like my lungs could have just completely closed but i was able to like walk and like go all the way to the nurse and take yeah. my like epi pen and like handle everything so i'd say i'm blessed but i just my mom is friends with people that have had their their own kids like have accidents and actually pass so yeah. it really is like counting your blessings and being it careful is. and mistakes happen. So it's just being prepared. So yeah. have your EpiPen on you. Yes. I'm not, I don't always have it on me. I can be better. You know, it's hard. It's hard yeah, to no, like know was, every second, yeah. you know, but it's, it's like, like you get busy and stuff, but then, uh, but that's the thing. Like, so I mean, it's getting better now. Hopefully like, I mean, literally like when I was in New York too, like my, like, like, like last week, like my sister was like, how house calls and everything. She's like, oh, you make sure like, you, she told me too. Like everyone, like your family, like everyone, family and friends will still like, no matter what, like you might forget it, like as a person who has like peanut allergies, but surprisingly, I feel like a lot of like your close friends and family will still be on you about like, make sure that. And so I'm very grateful for that too. And now she told me that and I was like, I'm making sure wherever I go, I'll like always have like my happy Yeah, exactly. Just right. knowing yeah. that mistakes happen. It's not your fault. Just be careful. And yeah, yeah I really like, it can be dangerous, but I mean, we have made it up to here. Like we've, I've been so dumb and I've made so many mistakes. Right. But it does work out. And I just, I want to hear if you have one piece of advice for the people listening, if this could be towards, like I said earlier, probably like, like a mother that has a kid that has food allergies or just the kid that has food allergies that is like worried that he's different or worried that like, it's really dangerous. And like, now you just, you can't eat out at every place. Like you have to like say all these things and, you know, bring attention upon yourself. Like, what would you, like, what's like the most straightforward, simplest advice that you've kind of taken with you through all these years? There's two. So one for like the parents that are like, that have children that are allergic to peanuts and one for like the people who have peanut allergies for the parents. I'm not going to lie you should be that parent that does get on your child, like your child. I'm not going to lie. Like just if you are that parent, just honestly, just it's worth it annoying them about it. And because it is life or death at that point. And in the end, like if your child does feel like embarrassed to be like, you know, like always have your iPad on you or like be that person to be like a party pooper at like your class parties and can't eat like the cake. Honestly, like it's going to like, it's just like a moment in their time when it's, they're just not going to be that bad. So I would say just be on it about them. Um, just be protective of your child. Like, like a, a parent would. Um, and if you're a kid, don't let it, you know, don't let it define you. Just like, just have it like, it, it makes us special. I mean, me and John like bonded over this. Like literally we like just be like, once we found out we're both deathly allergic, we just started like just going off tangents about like peanut allergies. So just, it's, it is special. Just don't make it, make it define you though. Don't feel like you are the party pooper. It is what it is. Um, you have to go through life with it. But um, yeah, like literally just like just live your life. If you have to change your diet. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. So yeah. I, I think those are two excellent pieces of advice. Yes, the parents, they can be so annoying, but they are completely right. And yeah. that when you have that thing happen, 
you know, it's on, it's on you to have your pen with you. And yeah, I'd say for even myself, like I, I had every reason to not play sports because of like how severe my asthma is or how risky it is. And like, you just do it, you know, like you just don't think about it and you can really get to like anywhere you want to be and you can do anything you want to do. So it's just like realizing that you see people like Sean, right. Um, that like you get through all those days, all those years to now being at college, like three hours of a flight away from home, um, and being okay and finding himself like you can do it too. So it really is just like not letting it affect you. Just laugh about it, you know, find great friends that can support you. Just be careful. And it really doesn't, it does not like dictate your entire future. Oh no. Yeah. Especially like, yeah, if you are definitely allergic, it is, there is a lot of scary moments and you might have like episodes like that, which I, I hope every, like no one has them because they are pretty scary, but you know, it's like, yeah, just, just gotta live with it. And it's definitely just something you don't want to like have to fight. Yeah. Well, Sean, this has been a really fun and really important yeah. conversation. I feel like not many people yeah. step out and like talk about food allergies. Or, oh yeah. Cause you just, yeah. they're, they're, they're like little, like like, oh, you just hear about it. You're like, oh, like that guy is like, or like you just, you just talk about a conversation. If you just meet somebody and you just say like, oh, I'm learning some pants. I'm not going to have that. But exactly. you know, it really sits down and just like bonds over the like a food allergy. Yeah. So that's no, like, you, you don't find anyone ever. Like they are like treasure chests to find people that no, have. It's, it's a allergy. diamond in the rough, bro. Like, again, I think I've, I know three people in total that are like, we're severely allergic to peanuts. And one of them is like my cousin. So it's like, you don't know, I don't like know a lot of people that have the same story. Yeah. So even though there are, you know, so many people that you feel like aren't like you, there are people like us and that's what you can bond over and just know that you aren't alone. We've all been through it. We're all rooting for you and it's not the end of the world. You're going to get through it. So um, Sean, just thank you again for being on here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It was a great conversation, bro. Yeah. It was really fun. All right. Thank you, bud. All right. Thank you.